your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Thomas Welch. And I'm Josh Hyman. It is your favorite Certified lover boys back in the fold with another good one for you today. We're going to be talking about the Olympics and the NHL. NHL just announced that hockey's back at the Olympics, Josh. I'm excited. You're excited. We're all excited. So we're going to break it down here. We're also going to be comparing Colton Pareko and Alex Petrangelo, given kind of the two contracts that both signed, one with the Blues, one not with the Blues. What are our thoughts on the two individuals? And we're going to finish out today's episode with a little bit of music in honor of the Kanye and Drake albums dropping. But before we get into that, I want to talk to you guys about Rock Auto because today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. All right, Josh. So it was reported, I believe yesterday, NHL came out and announced that Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics, the NHL will be attending players can go and hockey will be happening josh how do you feel about this how do you feel about tj soshi possibly going back to the olympics a shootout extraordinaire and how do you think this could potentially affect st louis blues i'm really excited olympic hockey is a real treat um there's so many highlights from over the years the crosby golden goal the tj oshi literally defining his legacy as an olympic legend by lighting it up in the shootout uh, and so many more uh, and, and the fact of the matter is I haven't really followed hockey as closely as I have now back when, you know, the Olympics were going around. So this will be my first time really paying attention, knowing all the players, knowing all the teams, who's playing for what country, et cetera. Um, and I think it's something that fans have wanted for a while. Obviously, it's been debated um, by Gary Bettman and, the, and the, the NHL with the IHF, the Olympic Committee. Um, so it was never really confirmed before today obviously signs were pointing uh in the right direction but I, I think players really wanted to play there um i think fans have wanted players back at the olympics for a long time and the fact that they're getting it especially you know trying to return to normalcy after covid um it'll be a really good way to reinvigorate not just you know the love for nhl hockey but the love for hockey in general worldwide i think it's going to be great for the sport especially like like we said the new espn sponsorship uh any any event that can get more eyes on hockey is perfect for the league and the olympics is one of the best opportunities for that without a doubt exactly and with that new deal with espn like you said more eyes means more money in the pockets for these players uh for everyone in the front office and eventually that's going to help produce a better product for the nhl moving forward but i do think the Olympics definitely helps elevate star status for some players, like you said, with TJ Oshi. It also will put United States rivalry against Canada back at center stage. So that'll be a lot of fun to watch. But I think one of the most important things, anytime we talk about the Olympics, whether it's summer or winter, anytime you ask an interview an athlete, the first thing that they say is like, I'm so proud to represent my country at the biggest stage of them all in the entire world. Uh, and I think giving some of these young guys, some of these old guys, an opportunity to do that once again. Kind of been a while and kind of sat on the back burner, giving them that, that opportunity to do that once again with the United States rivalry with Canada and with 
the pride that these European hockey players have for their country, that these Russian players have for their country, that these German players have for their country. There's really no downsides here unless potentially COVID continues to spike even worse uh, than what we've seen. And that could potentially throw a wrench in things. But uh, I think in terms of advertising the brand, advertising the sport, and advertising these players, uh, I think they're going to knock it out of the park. I mean, it's it's so special because like, like you said, these guys have so much pride in their country. And anytime you turn on a game, you know that they're going to be given, they're all given 100%. And it's different than like a regular season hockey game when it's a, a Wednesday night in Winnipeg. Uh, and, 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 you know, certain guys are just playing for their contracts. Certain guys didn't sleep well last night. Certain guys have other things on their mind. And you're not getting like a full on 100% uh, hockey performance, not to say that it isn't great and entertaining and exciting, but every single second of play in these Olympic games, you got guys playing for their country. You know, they're not making, they're not on contract. They're not making salary. They're not playing for performance bonuses. They're not even trying to make the Stanley cup. They're just trying to represent their country with players that they probably have immense chemistry with because they speak the language. They grew up in the same area. They've probably grown up playing on youth teams with these players, um, it, it really is special. And I think it's something that the game of hockey has been missing for a while now. Um, you know, NHLers at the Olympics. And like, like we've both been saying, I think it's such a spectacular opportunity to get more eyes on the league in a year where there's a lot of potential for growth with the new ESPN deal with them sort of, you know, we saw, we see Austin Matthews on the cover of NHL 22. He was like on the cover of the game two years ago. It's clear that the league is trying to take a direction, trying to market their players a little bit more. Um, and I'm really excited to see what this year brings and what a perfect opportunity in the Olympics to elevate the popularity of hockey to the next level worldwide. Yeah, it's always cool to see your favorite players be a part of something so special. Uh, but if you want to check out some special parts, you have to go to rockauto.com because with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save time and money when using Rock Auto. You don't have to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. And Rock Auto is a family business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and they'll serve you too. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to all of your auto parts needs. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Josh, let me ask you something real fast. Does this sound familiar to you? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite TV shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the other good stuff. That sound familiar? It does, all the time. Well, I want to tell you specifically and everyone else listening about a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to get all of your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part is there's no annual contract. That's right, no annual contract. 
So get rid of all the clutter, the confusion, no more 17 remotes flying around your house that get stuck in the couch, and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, Josh. We got the ads out the way. Our lovely sponsors from DirecTV Stream and from Rock Auto. But now we want to talk about something a little more close to home, a little bit more gut wrenching for some blues fans. Before we get into that, Tommy, I don't think we, we haven't even talked about what which blues players we think, we think are going to be in the Olympics. Take a quick few minutes, you know? That could be. Okay, that. I like that. I like Who that. Who we thinking? O'Reilly. O'Reilly, doubt, beat, yeah. Representing Team Canada. I don't know. I mean, you could see probably Vladdy I don't for know. Team Russia. Still? Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to take a look at their roster. I think he would probably. He'd probably get the nod. It's tough, man, because I feel like the Blues have a lot of like American and Canadian players, and those rosters are so deep and so stacked that like, yeah. it would be tough. But also, it depends. Like, if. If Colton Pareko comes out of the gate and, like we've been saying, looks like that number one defenseman, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a nod. Yeah. You know, that he would fit that that mold really well. He seems like a player that would really thrive with the bigger uh, ice in the Olympics. What about Sonny? Possibly. Oh, that's a dark thing horse. Too. Like a little bit of like the, some of the more less of the powerhouse countries. Right. Yeah. You could see that. Sonny, I that would be. Interesting. I wouldn't be surprised. I would, I would love to see that. Yeah, that would be. I would sweet. love to see. What about what about Bushnevich too? Like, there's Ooh. there's plenty of options. Some of the new recruits. I'm excited. Yeah, it, there's definitely gonna be some names to watch for sure. That's the other half of the fun because like it's like basketball in the Olympics. You got guys that are are like you know ninth, tenth men in the rotations, but they go out. You know, like Patty Mills for Team Australia ha- has been playing like bench minutes, but goes out and and puts up. 28 points a night in the Olympics. So it, it's an opportunity for guys that don't necessarily have the spotlight with their professional clubs to go out and represent their country proud. So yeah, a guy like Oscar Sundqvist could be, I mean, Sweden is a little stacked, but could see him in an increased role uh, playing really well off of that. Um, yeah, but who knows? I, I wish they were doing like a team North America again. I know. I mean, that, maybe they, maybe they are clean too. Maybe they are, uh, but that could be cool. I don't follow basketball as closely as you do, but I think there was like a quote uh, when USA played somebody and somebody was balling out. And I think it was Damian Lillard. Someone was like, uh, you've never played like this before. What happened? And it's because they're playing for their country. They like that something like comes over them and they just decide uh, to, to play completely different. That could potentially, like you said, happen uh, in the Olympics as well. Yeah, I think that was Dame talking about Evan Fournier. Um for France, he was getting. There's like a picture of like Fournier lighting them up, and Dame's looking at him like, "What? Where has this been the last like 15 yeah. times we've matched up in the NBA?" Yeah, hands on his hips, just looking at him like. But that's what's so special about the Olympics is is it's better designed for some guys. The bigger arenas, like the wider rink, could be better suited for some guys. But also just playing for your country, playing with players that you know represent your country, players that you grew up with. That environment is just sometimes better for people. I mean, not that TJ Oshie is any slouch, but. I don't know if before those Olympics anyone had TJ Oshie, TJ Oshie penned as an Olympic legend, uh, you know, Team USA hero. He was a good player, but he wasn't on that level. And then all of a sudden the Olympics happened and he's a superstar. So I'd be excited to see if any Blues players or just any NHL players in general could take a similar leap. Speaking of better environments, uh, we're going to be talking about probably two of the top five better environments to play in the NHL, and that is St. Louis and Vegas. So Josh, off the top of the dome, if you had to pick whether you wanted to play in St. Louis, where you wanted to play in Vegas, which would you pick and why? Blues fan in me is obviously going to say St. Louis. 
you know that's 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 classic i've only been to the arena once i've only seen one game but the environment was unbelievable i think the fans are amazing um i really like the city i think st louis is a very underrated city i think it gets a bad rep um but it's got a whole it's got a lot to do it's got a lot to love but i mean on the flip side it's hard for any city in this country to compete with las vegas you know that that's not speaking ill of st louis i don't know if i would put three cities in this country above st louis you know probably boston just because i've grown up there or above las vegas i mean probably boston would go above las vegas just because that's where i've grown up um I've never been anywhere in California, so I can't say that for sure. But I mean, Vegas—that's just—it's like a stuff, global landmark, yeah. right? That's the stuff of legend. You know, you play in Vegas, you're 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 getting recognized everywhere you go. Casinos, uh, tourism—you know, whatever you—it's it, it's endless the opportunities in Vegas. So, and I, there's the appeal of being like some of the first teams with the Vegas Golden Knights. So I, I understand that right, as well. So and that fan my, base is rabid. My outlook, I, I get drafted to the Vegas Golden Knights at the young age of 18. I grow, mm-hmm. I go through my 20s, partying, oh, living it up Lord. in Vegas. I was going to say. Lighting it, lighting it up with the Golden Knights. And then once I'm like, you know, in my elder years, looking to be a, more of a Jay Bowmeister type rather than a, a young Tyler Sagan that got traded away from the Bruins, you know, t- two sides of the, the coin. Um, when I'm looking to be a little bit more responsible and settle down, I think St. Louis is a really good area. You know, the alumni, uh, there's a reason why so many players that have played for St. Louis still live in the area. You know, they don't move out to California or they don't move back home. Yeah. So there's a reason why the Hall family and the Kachuk family and all these people still live in St. Louis is because it has that effect. See, um, I was thinking backwards because I would assume that Vegas has better golf courses than st louis does mm, so i, I would true. start my career in st louis and kind of fall in love with the fan base fan base falls in love with me hometown boy great story all of that stuff and then kind of retire to vegas after mm, i'm like, like old uh, decrepit sort of like, like alex petrangelo uh no i Besides i think alex petrangelo has a lot yeah i think petrangelo has a lot more left in the tank than i would when i would be willing to leave um st louis but yeah yeah that's a good little segue into the conversation we're gonna have uh right now about pareko and alex petrangelo josh who would you rather have alex petrangelo until he's 38 or colton pareko with a healed back question mark probably healed back until he's 36 so that's an interesting question because what does colton pareko with a healed back mean if it's the colton pareko of last year versus alex petrangelo it's alex petrangelo 100 times out of 100 but then if it's if you're giving me the choice between the Colton Pareko and Alex Petrangelo we saw in the cup run, Petrangelo making about $3 million more, uh, he's going to be three years older when the contract expires, I think I'm taking Colton Pareko 100 times out of 100. Colton Pareko wasn't wasn't really too far behind Petrangelo in that cup run. Um, he proved that he's capable of, of you know matching up against tough lines, of being a, a 1B, 1A type defenseman. Um, and he was dominant while doing it. He looked like, you know, the best player on the ice for either team at a lot of times throughout that series. So if we're getting that Pareko, it's a no brainer. Obviously that's a big if with the back injury with someone of his size and his ability. Um, you never want to see back problems get to him, but we saw with Alex Steen, he had back problems off and on and was still able to maintain a successful career. Didn't really lose too much of his stride except, you know, when old age permitted, um, 
So I have faith that Pareko can can return to form, and I think a lot of people are going to be surprised at how good he looks next season because I think it, it goes under the radar just how debilitating a back injury like that can be for a hockey player. Even when you're playing through it, you know, it just limits your mobility and your athleticism so much that I think if Colt Pareko really is fully healthy, then it's going to be the league is in for some 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 reckoning in these next eight years. You can honestly probably throw Krugman in that conversation as well because I think if, if Petrangelo... Uh, does come back, then obviously the Blues probably would have been out on Tory Krug and he wouldn't be here. So are are you bringing up the conversation of Alex Petrangelo versus the duo of Pareko and Tory Krug? I think I would take the duo uh, in that respect, especially because Without a doubt. if you look at last season, it's easy to say like, wow, Petrangelo played out of his mind for the Vegas Golden Knights and like Maybe he started off a little a little shaky with them, but by the time the end of the season rolled around and the playoffs rolled around, he was one of the best players on the ice. And like uh, shortcomings of Pareko being hurt most of the season and then coming back and didn't really look like he was all the way comfortable playing. And then Tory Krug, uh, kind of taking a drop as we talked about last episode, episode before that, um, mm-hmm. taking a drop in Corsi and not playing up to what his expectations are for himself. I think it's easy to say off the jump that like, oh, I would take Petrangelo. But I think in the long run, it's going to work out better for the Blues. And if you guys remember, I was one of the biggest critics of letting Petrangelo go. But I think hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously. And I think if you're weighing the options here, I I think the Blues would have been great with Petrangelo. And I think when that ship kind of sailed, looking at who they have now in place of him, uh, they did a great job trying to fill that gap so absolutely made made the best of a of a really rough situation exactly and if you want to fill a gap in your stomach <laughs> while also getting a bulk at the gym you gotta check out our friends over at built bar did you know that built bar has so many delicious flavors there's something for everyone when you talk to a built bar fan they're definitely passionate about their favorites if you don't know the built bar flavors well you're missing out there's coconut cherry barcia raspberry mint brownie double chocolate Salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate, and so many more. If you haven't tried all of the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, but like I said, they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein per bar, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. And Bilt Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So we're talking about Olympics. There you go. They got gold medals all over the place. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now while you're there, open up another tab and check out our friends over at BetOnline.ag because it's that time of year again and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. I have a fantasy football draft. Uh, coming up on Sunday. It's a $50 buy-in with, with a 12-team league, so that's a little shaky. Josh, I think ours is on Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I still got to sign up for that. For the Locked On League as well. So Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. You can get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, both open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. On Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
and America's sweethearts, the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. That's NFL100 for a 100% refund up to $25 when you bet on the first game of the season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, to your favorite Vegas casino games, and obviously the NHL. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Josh, I know you're a big music guy. I'm a big music guy. Drake and Kanye just dropped albums that kind of shook the music industry, so we're going to be talking about St. Louis blues and how music has been related to them over the years. So, Josh, first of all, Certified Lover Boy dropped. I don't know if you've listened to it or not, but what are your opinions Mid. on Drake as an artist? Mid overrated, overrated. Okay, Drake Drake hasn't Drake hasn't evolved his sound since 2010. He makes good music. He just hasn't evolved as an artist in the last like 10 years, and that is disappointing. If I wanted to hear, if I wanted to hear Drake sing dancehall songs like he did on Certified Lover Boy, I would just listen to any of his last six projects. Okay, that's fair. I do like old Drake a lot better than the kind of pop Drake that we've been seeing so far. So do you like Kanye's album better? I do. But look, I'm sure I'm going to hear some some certified lover boy at the bar tonight and and be dancing to it and be enjoying it. Like that's not it's not a diss on Drake. I just think artistically it's Creatively. a little right. Kanye I mean Kanye's album's a mess too. Don't get me wrong. There's like 30 songs on it and one of them's barely mixed. One of them has DaBaby and Marilyn Manson on it. Ooh, don't even get me don't even get started oh. on that. Um yeah, we don't need to get into that one. But um no, I, I, I'm one of those, you know, Kanye's crazy, but he's a genius, sort of, sort of. I'm in that camp, so I think mm-hmm. there's some, there's a lot of bright spots on the project, but it's also just as messy as Drake's project. So speaking of projects, if you had to project what the best song that the Blues have had over the years, because they've had some good ones. They have um, had some bangers. They've got Twilight Zone for their power play song. Obviously, that's a beauty. Most recent, Your Love Keeps Lifting Me Higher and Higher. By Jackie Wilson. Can you, can you give us a little? Song. Can you give yeah, us a I'll little? Yeah, I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little something. Your love lifting me higher than I've ever been lifting me. Oh, oh, oh. don't keep it up when I desire, and I'll be at your side forever. Wow, I'm closing my eyes, dude. It feels like I'm. It feels like I'm <laughs> at, at a game right now. That might be my favorite one, honestly. Although when they had "Run Around Sue" as the win song, I think that was right before Gloria, which obviously I think that would have to come in at the top. The of worst the, one of the oh, of, oh, yeah. Oh, no, oh just sorry, just yeah, kidding. Yeah. No, the top of the mix list for any blues fan because I mean, even if you hate that song with all of your heart, there's no way you can. Dude, I hear the opening. You don't like, get drawn back the, to the, the Stanley Cup. <laughs> to Gloria, I get chills every time. Yeah, every time amazing. I hear like that opening three seconds. Well, I mean, it, it also helps that I was listening to that song during one of the, the happiest sports watching periods of my life or the happiest sports watching period of my life. And then in the, like the 2000s, I think maybe it was 2010s. Light up the sky by Thousand Foot Crutch. That was another Ooh, banger that one. the blues used a lot. Watch me light up the sky. That's a good one. I like, one was the, good. I like the cover too. They got the For Whom the Bell Tolls is kind of like their hype. Like when that the blues are like lining sick. up to get on the ice. 
that one's pretty nice it sounds like the undertaker's about to drop mm-hmm. down an enterprise mm-hmm. that gets me hyped every time but i i don't know man i don't i don't think there's a lot of there's not a lot of teams that would have a better discography than the, than blues, the blues are mixing right now you yeah. think if it was like a, a versus a versus battle like a hit battle between the blues and like any other franchise you think the blues would come out on top i think so probably there's probably some good ones that i'm thinking like i mean toronto's I mean the, what's the hall of notes song that one's banger yeah their goal or, song or, that one's or, pretty uh, good Kerncraft, the bruins one yeah Whoa, that, that one or the classic. or the sabers what's the sabers oh it's some groovy ass song i forget the name i'll tell it. you what comes in 30 second behind the seattle song that doesn't even exist yet it's chelsea dagger that's absolute like, fact oh, i can't you know what? it's and like it's nails decently, on a chalkboard it's a decent song it's an enjoyable listen but the that's memories the, thing, the ptsd that comes with it i just can't hear it without like my gag reflex going off a little bit yeah i feel like it's flip of like like i'm a big gloria person i feel like if i if i heard gloria before the stanley cup run i still would have like enjoyed it but i get understand that there are people that despise that song and that's okay like i understand where you're coming from but chelsea dagger is kind of like the flip in my opinion because like like you said it is a good song and like if there was no sports related feelings and emotions towards that song it'd be like like singing along and stuff but i would love that song but now but it's it's unfortunately, just unfortunately it has been for it is forever unclean sacrificed for the use of a yeah despicable hockey team i think the blues should start using like um pirate shanties yeah i think so i think that would get an arena Do you want to give us a preview of that one soon made over the men come to bring us sugar and tea and rum <laughs> yeah that one or <laughs> just use tiktok trends for all of it yeah. take our leave then yeah go. yeah exactly you're, you're telling me like I guess they would have to start serving. Ru- actually, be kind of a- wait. If the okay, actually, no, 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 no. If the Kraken UC shanties as their goal oh song, I will lose. Okay, we need. To- I'm gonna tweet at the Kraken after this. And be okay, like, hey, okay, great idea for you. They just need to start serving the serving rum and like deform. Uh, <laughs> they have a sponsor. I think. Glasses. I think they have a sponsor that's Kraken rum or whiskey, something like that. Kraken is rum. It's it's pretty tasty. Oh, I've um, never had it. Mm. it. Sounds gas though. Yeah, it's it's heavy, but it's tasty. I'll tell you what else is heavy is all the content we're gonna be bringing you guys, oh, baby. The rest of this off season and this season coming up. But I think that's all the time we have for today. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Locked On Blues podcast. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening to. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Locked On Blues. You can follow me. On Twitter at 12 15. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. But like I said, thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let's go, Blues.